welcome to yet another episode of Corporate Diva series. As you might have already seen, entire March 2023 is dedicated for women leaders across the globe featuring Corporate Diva tribe. And once again, I thank Deepika Trehan for this strategic collaboration and providing us the contacts of all these leaders. So our special guest today is Deepika Rajor, who not just a qualified human resource professional for 13 years now but a doting mother of two beautiful daughters as well in fact i am also a father of two beautiful daughters so she we are part of the two daughters club she has beautifully integrated her personal and professional life after facing some of the toughest times during her journey towards transitioning from corporate to motherhood and back she is an electronics and communication engineer from delhi college of engineering and a management graduate from iim kurikot which is indian institute of management kurikot she is a doodler and an aspiring coach so this is the guiding voice podcast series the guiding voice for a better future friends i am your host navin samala just a fellow it professional on a mission to make the world a better place to live through the guiding voice we drive conversations that matter and conversations that add value to your life and to your career thank you so much for joining me deepika hearty welcome to the guiding voice and uh, appreciate you being part of the journey thank you thank you navin uh, it's an absolute honor to be here and you know thanks for having me on board yeah pleasure to have you uh, deepika and i have heard a lot of great things about you from deepika and i couldn't wait to get into this conversation so finally we are here so deepika maybe can you briefly share your career journey highlighting the top 3 milestones in your career Sure, Naveen. Um, I think uh, thanks a lot for asking this question. Typically, when someone asks these questions, you talk about your, you know, work experiences, which organizations, what experiences. But I would like to talk about something which comes, which came into my life much earlier. And you know, this goes back to my early adulthood days. I had just touched my eighteen, and uh, you know, there were a lot of inputs coming in. What career I should go for? What should I take decision on? And just like any other. you know um uh, fresh pass out of school i was not sure what to do i pursued engineering based on uh, you know a lot of guidance that i got from my parents his friend circle and then eventually joined uh, you know a job with an organization called reliance infrastructure in the power sector soon i realized that this is not the place i would like to be and i wanted to do something different and that's where you know my very first milestone hit me and you know that milestone for me was my decision to pursue an mba it must sound like a very regular decision you know to you or even to the larger uh, <clears throat> world but i must mention this was massive for me mm-hmm. you know i i come in from a very uh, traditional north indian middle class family where while my family was fairly progressive but we only knew three careers you know whether either you could be a doctor or an engineer or an is officer there's nothing <laughs> else that exists so you know not only back then i decided to pursue my mba but i also quit my power sector job which was like the vanilla 9 to 5 job which was considered to be an ideal for a working woman you know back then my father who is actually a doctor and you know he is fairly and conventionally the most progressive gentleman in our family you know he himself also was very very hesitant to let me choose this career trajectory you know many times he told me uh, dipika are you sure you know you want to leave this and choose a life which is much more hectic which is going to be more demanding you will not be able to manage your or balance your domestic responsibilities and your career right don't forget that domestic responsibilities are your primary you know uh, responsibilities 
I always got mixed signals. You know, on one hand, my father is telling me that you have to become independent, you have to make a career, you have to make a difference. On the other hand, he's telling me that because you know you have to balance, and you know you have to take care of your family and things like that. So it it was very confusing at times. Yeah. But I just said, you know, I was continuously telling myself, and you know, me being that typical rebellious little me. i decided that i have to now move ahead and i have to make it work at any cost and this could have actually been one of those uh, first ever things that a girl child has done in our entire family of both sides so i think today as i reflect back uh, you know i want to thank my parents for letting me choose this career journey yes it is hectic yes it is demanding but it is so accomplishing you know it is so comforting for myself to see i'm doing what i wanted to do and just to give you a brief you know as soon as i entered my mba my journey has only moved forward so after my mba i i got into uh, an internship in sales with an organization called tata motors i think i did pretty well and you know hence landed a ppo with them started my first job with them i was there for almost 2.5 years i i worked on various domains you know like hr business partnership talent acquisition performance management and in fact i had a one year more than one year long stint with their biggest plant facility you know managing their performance management vertical based out of pantnagar eventually i got married and you know just like any other trailing spouse i also had to move locations so i moved from uh, pantnagar to bangalore and that's where i joined a new organization um uh, wipro consumer care there i worked very very closely on campus recruitment process automation you know once again hr business partnership for almost 3 years eventually hit another big milestone in my life which was uh, expecting and having my first daughter and uh, you know for me again my primary responsibility was catering to my or nurturing my family so that's where i had to move back again from bangalore to my hometown which is delhi ncr and that's when i joined pepsico and uh, you know it's been 7 years in pepsico now in fact i'm completing my 7 years day i mean day after tomorrow so wow. it's absolutely wonderful you know as i look back but i have actually not looked back you know ever since i joined pepsico so i currently i'm leading talent acquisition and employee branding for pepsico india wow So, advance congratulations on completing seven years. And by this time, Thank this you. episode gets aired. I think um, it will be a few days after your uh, seventh anniversary. But congratulations! Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so, one thing what I felt is uh, doing this MBA after engineering, right? It is something very few people take that decision because uh, normally what I have observed is, uh, especially from my GE days and all. Uh, soon after graduating people come work for 2 years or 3 years and then they gain that experience and fly to uh, us or some western countries and do this ms or mba and all so, yeah as you said uh, it is one of the rarely taken path uh, i see that uh, all those uh, decisions that you have taken have worked so well for you and uh, with that let's move to the next question deepika can you share your success mantra especially i am curious to understand top 3 things that have attributed to your success so far So Ravin this one is a little tough i must mention to answer and you know when i was also i have been reflecting all through and you know i keep telling myself what is it that has pushed me to come so far you know i must mention the background that i come from we didn't get anything very easily so it was not we had no sense of entitlement because we were 
you know conditioned to believe that everything has to be earned and uh, only if you have that zeal that enthusiasm that passion to make it work for yourself only then it will work for you so my uh, biggest you know motivators have been my inherent hunger you know to keep learning and making it big in whatever i do you know ever since i started taking my own decisions even the smallest ones you know things like going back to the school days making sure that i am putting covers on my notebooks on my own i'm writing my name on my notebook on my own to eventually walking up to the school on my own and you know managing my homework my uh, preparation for exams on my own so i think i became independent very very early i think you know in my life and hence this inherent hunger to keep learning and you know make an impact has been very natural to me so this continues to be one of my biggest motivators i think in addition to that what has been most important for me is constant support from my family ever since i started my career so while till the time i was studying it was absolutely only me so i had nobody else or no other responsibilities to you know really cater to but the moment i got into a job you know i felt that i'm settled and nat- naturally just like any other person i also got married and i thought that this is the right time and now life is sorted very soon you know it hit me that it is just the beginning and you know that's where i started realizing the importance of the role of family especially my partner and i'm very lucky you know uh, to have a partner like uh, mine right now and you know he makes sure that he's able to be a partner to my journey as much as i am a partner to his journey and the third thing that has really worked for me is having and you know this particular aspect actually has uh, taken action for me only over the last 4 to 5 years and that is about having my own personal board of directors you know these are those people who are my coaches my mentors my confidants you know who i can reach out to who i can share my you know situation with who i can seek guidance from and some of these pillars you know and dipika trihan is actually one of them wow. uh, some of these pillars have been very very instrumental you know in yeah. my success so far mm. so yeah i mean sorry for a big answer but these three things have really worked for me you know it makes sense actually like thanks for highlighting those and one other thing which is a common thing is even i became so independent right at maybe a third class or fourth standard onwards and it were dependent uh, depended on my parents of course i come from a very humble background both my parents were really trait and all and we are the first generation grads as well as post graduates and all in fact i didn't depend even on my siblings so i, I think uh, it has uh, resonated so well with me and i can understand if you are independent right at the early stage it is going to help us a lot in future and that's why i keep telling my daughters as well just try not to depend on your mom or me to, uh, to as much as possible wonderful and uh, right. one other thing yeah having the personal board of directors and uh, one uh, even the sponsors right they play a huge role who can watch for us and all so i think you have highlighted some wonderful points and with that let's move to the next question so deepika i'm also curious like did you ever imagine that you would reach the position where you are like what exactly motivated you to step up and become a leader in the organization so you know honestly um, i never thought you know where where i will land honestly because i didn't have enough awareness yeah. you know at that time i didn't know well i'm getting into mba i don't know what is what is what light what lies ahead so i never thought back then that i want to be this person or you know i really didn't have a role model in that domain because in my family there was nobody that i could look up to from that kind of background and uh, outside i didn't have too much of exposure so i think for me it's been over a period of time that i've started unraveling what 
you know exists or what is there and you know what are those opportunities that can actually help me keep progressing upwards and you know sometimes it is very very important for us to just pause and reflect what is it that we are doing why are we doing it and what is our you know maybe north star that we are wanting to chase so this i have been trying to do a little bit more i would say proactively since last 4 to 5 years where i'm trying to understand myself a little better where i'm trying to you know um really think about what is it that i want to do is it just a job that i want to stay in and earn a certain amount of money and keep growing on that or is there a larger purpose that i am believing in which i am trying to cater to in a longer term so this has been a constant discussion in my head i don't have an answer yet yes there seems to be some crystallization that is happening but i must mention you know the journey so far has been highly rewarding but definitely not smooth at all you know it has been rough it has been full of adventure it has been there has been there have been so many highs and lows and it has been tough it has been tough to sail through mm-hmm. uh, sometimes because i felt that i am lost and the other times because i felt that the responsibility that i have to cater to is really daunting and some other times because i had so many conflicting priorities that i had to you know cater to in order to make sure that i am feeling balanced and i am able to play that role of you know the individual who i am today right i just touched you know um, earlier in our conversation that for me my biggest guiding light has been my upbringing you know uh, this the way we have learned to live and thrive you know has always inspired me to look beyond the horizon and step out of uh, my comfort zone to become independent and take my own decision you know my mother who has always been a homemaker she always saw her dreams through my eyes so she keeps all you know even today she keeps telling me that because i'm so proud of you what i could not achieve you have achieved and please you know keep going remember that i'm always there with you and on top of it my father you know who is the father of two daughters and one son being the progressive self that he is yeah. he wanted to make sure that the future of his daughters is absolutely secure and bright so he constantly you know kept reminding us that mm-hmm. you have to become independent you have to do something for yourself you have to break you know make a name and you have to make us all proud and things like that so there's lot there was a lot of pressure all through you know uh, one because of all of these expectations and second because we were a family of five and you know my father was only the breadwinner or bread earner in the family and you know he was a doctor he's a doctor and back then he was in his residency uh, you know phase he was not earning too handsomely it was very difficult every choice that we had to make we had to really really evaluate you know before going ahead and even the smallest of the things you know a, a chocolate for example so all of these situation this upbringing actually pushed us to feel that do we want a similar scenario for ourselves and our children as we move forward and that has been my biggest push to do something big you know and this is big for me because this is not something that has been achieved by anyone in my family it may not be big for the larger world but for me it is massive i have learned to internalize you know uh, in fact i've learned and now internalized that no matter what financial independence for a woman is a must and for me this is an ongoing journey so today i'm not saying that i am fully financially independent yes i am but is this the end of the journey probably not this is actually the beginning of my journey and you know every step that i'm taking 
uh, today i feel so rewarded you know when i am able to do quality work when i am able to do meaningful work and i get rewarded for it i feel you know the sense of accomplishment and my hunger to make more of it continuously increases and pushes me to go beyond my comfort zone right mm. and my journey which started off way back as an executioner you know is transitioning to a thinker and an ideator and eventually probably a strategist and yeah. a creator that's yeah. what i want to do mm. i do not want to stop here i worked hard and i want to stay ahead of my own self always you know that's mm. how i keep challenging myself very very simple way of motivating my own self but it has worked very well for me so far it's awesome and you have so candidly shared actually uh, all the things that have happened in your family and all in fact i could resonate with so many things the way i am conversing with my daughters the way we manage uh, budget and everything else finances evaluating every part of it and all i think yeah this is going to definitely help people who are really really aspiring to make it big right so you don't need uh, to be born with a silver spoon or a gold spoon or a diamond spoon as such all you yeah, need is that absolutely hunger, right? <laughs> wonderful deepika so true. and yeah now let's move ahead and talk about uh, the challenges right because since this is a women series and all we wanted to highlight uh, some of the challenges that especially women face right so one of them is the challenges that you might have faced post maternity right what kind of challenges did you come across and how did you deal with them because definitely it is going to help some young women who are listening or watching this episode and entering the workforce right so they can be better prepared that's the whole intent of asking this question right so navin before i start answering that question you know while yes it was challenging but i want to confess you know that parenthood especially motherhood has been the most beautiful thing that could ever happen to me you know in my life you know this gave me a very it was like a rebirth you know i i started looking at life in a very different with a very different perspective in a very different context and you know i continuously keep gratifying my own self that wow dipika what have you done you've created a new life you are capable of such a wonderful thing but oh it flips your life around it's 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 something that one cannot experience unless that person gets into parenthood and um, uh, it's very funny you know to share and to realize that how nobody tells a pregnant woman how her life is going to change forever after having the baby you know everyone talks about the great things associated with it you'll have a baby you'll be a mother and these you know little children will keep walking around they'll take care of you in your older days and all that i think that's true but then you know it's a long journey till the time we reach a stage where our children become independent mm-hmm. and it's a long and painful journey and you know so much more if you are a working mother and and if you decide to have a second child then it's you know it's way more difficult <laughs> so um i was also only shown you know the rosy side of the picture of motherhood and career was not a part of that at all i only realized it as soon as i became a mother myself the the maternity phase of 3 to 6 months was okay you had all the support everyone was around you you know you are still trying to recover yes there is a phase of you know depression but you would still manage to come out of it by you know getting moti- getting motivated you know over a period of time the moment you t- you know join back the office the reality hits you you know and it becomes so easy for any new mother who joins back work to soon forget 
you know their pre motherhood self that's exactly what happened with me i could not i used to struggle to imagine a time when i did not have the children or i did not have my first daughter you know how how i had such luxury of time how i was able to manage my you know career and all other things have fun enjoy and you know not be worried about so many other responsibilities but uh, uh, you know this actually pushed me to feel that this is the real dipika this is the dipika who struggles between so many conflicting priorities right for us women family has always been the most important and uh, you know aspect of our life and career always takes a back seat right and i i must tell you navin very interestingly i did quit after having my first daughter i quit vipro consumer care you know uh, thinking that we'll see whatever will happen will happen and you know i was very uh, typical traditional soon to be mom who was telling my husband i remember we were taking walks in the park and i used to tell him that you know i think i will take a pause of 2 years and you continue your work we will relocate i'll take a pause of 2 years i'll join back it's okay and my income is only an additional income you know those were the conversations that's the conditioning you know that um i had and and as now i reflect upon it i just laugh at it you know what was that <laughs> why was i even neglecting my own aspirations and you know neglecting my own self uh you know just to make sure that i am able to be a good mother you know in the eyes of other people i am able to be looked upon as a great daughter in law for example or a daughter for that matter you know who's able to park her career and focus on her family life but i must mention with a lot of family support i resumed my career with pepsico immediately post my maternity break so thankfully i did not let uh, the break elongate yeah. for myself and hence i was able to rejoin you know mm-hmm. the corporate world soon i started focusing on my career again soon i realized that you know soon i learned to strike a balance between corporate and you know personal life and had some of the best and the most rewarding years you know over a period of time in my corporate journey mm. i remember realizing how full of life i was you know when i was pursuing my aspirations and being myself however life took another turn when the second daughter was born it was overwhelming exhausting you know to handle emotions of the neglected toddler and the newborn together it was depressing you know for not being able to have that mind st- mind space to my you know my own self and think about how i want to live my own life yeah. it was really tough it was tough to juggle between so many responsibilities and expectations and i you know it became even worse when i joined back Mm-hmm. so when i joined back within a few months i started facing intense work pressure mm-hmm. um i was taking care of talent acquisition and this job you know as you you must be aware is hyper demanding so many stakeholders so many variables so many hears and theres and nuances soon and very soon my my team also got changed you know and lot of work plus new team added so much more pressure onto me and somehow the timing was not the right one i must admit it was not the best for example you know uh, my own personal benchmarks of making it big in everything i do being perfectionist in every aspect soon became daunting you know to manage so much so that i thought of giving up multiple times i was not happy at all with my situation with myself and eventually what mm-hmm. i started doing was i in order to meet my own high standards you know of uh, quality of delivery i started working 15 to 18 hours a day 
so i started compromising on my sleep i started compromising on my personal time and uh, 15 to 18 hours of work um 7 to 8 hours catered to my infant and whatever 2 to 3 hours that were left actually were uh, you know uh, sleep so my body and mind started wearing out and today as i reflect while well, i'm still on that journey today as i reflect i i see how wrong that decision was to deprioritize my own self just to cater to my urge of reaching perfection in everything that i do i reached the stage of emotional and physical breakdown and you know i didn't know what to do i couldn't discuss with my manager because i used to fear that she will judge me i couldn't discuss with my family fearing that they would say that you chose this life on your own nobody yeah. else told you and nor could i discuss it with any friends because i yeah. hardly have any time left you know to have yeah. that discussion but i did discuss this with my partner and you know he knowing how ambitious and career driven i was tried his best to support me in this situation you know he makes made sure that he's there he's sharing domestic load he's giving me a break he's making me feel better just by spending time with me you know however i just felt that i need an unlock you know this is a deadlock that i've hit in my life i cannot let this be you know like this then i decided to reach out to my mentor you know dipika trihan mm. and i remember calling her up and telling dipika i can't do this anymore i want to quit this was my one liner and dipika would also recall the same thing me calling and telling her dipika i can't take this anymore and you know she was shocked because uh, we have been in you know knowing each other for almost 5 years now mm-hmm. and she was shocked to see what i had what i had done to myself <laughs> you know and uh, she could relate to what i was going through yeah. Mm-hmm. we spoke for hours and i just felt that it was so important for me to speak and vent it out yeah. you know it was just piling up over a period of time after talking to dipika i felt heard i felt acknowledged i felt that i'm not being judged and i felt accepted you know it it helped me clear that fog in my head you know my thoughts uh, came out a lot more clearer and i remember dipika telling me dipika we both are named twins so she told me dipika that while you are thinking you want to quit i cannot let you quit i do not allow you to quit that's what she said awesome you know and that's when i realized that oh my god somebody else has this faith in me while well, yeah. i have lost that, lost that faith in myself yeah and um, she reminded me what i was capable of mm-hmm. she told me that this is just a tough phase and there are ways to manage you know this phase you know she told me it is okay to seek support don't worry about judgment she told me that please do not be too harsh on yourself why are you wanting to be perfect when you know things are falling apart and she told me how i should not become a victim of this situation and succumb to it after that discussion and i had multiple conversations with her but after that life changing discussion i took small steps you know to unlock this situation for myself small steps like setting up a support system at home i was getting so overwhelmed with two kids and taking care of them taking care of my uh, parents taking care of my husband and the household activities i just started letting things go yeah. you know i have this strong urge of keeping my house squeaky clean but i gave that up you know i realized that i cannot do that anymore you know i i told i requested and told my husband that let's start sharing the load and you know he being absolute partner in our journey didn't hesitate in fact volunteered to take a lot more than i was able you then i that i wanted to take i started prioritizing myself i won't say that i am fully there yet 
but i have started prioritizing myself i give myself a break you know for simple for example being now the mornings you know when the elder one has to go to school i do not pack her tiffin i just lie down with my younger one and i try to relax and spend time with her and that's something that my husband is now doing and i have started telling myself that it's okay to not be perfect in everything yeah it's it's not easy navin i must mention to you but i'm telling myself that okay dipika breathe it's okay <laughs> you know to not be perfect in everything so it has been it, it has been a journey uh, it has been a painful journey it has also been um, um i would say a revealing journey yeah. which actually told me that i am capable of so much more than i think i am right and yes yeah. it's it's going on and i will keep improvising as i keep moving ahead but yeah awesome simply fabulous and uh, i hear you i can resonate with many of the things by observing few of my friends who are juggling with two kids especially being a working mother and all and thank you for sharing that now let's take a quick break so welcome back after the break and we were having some great open candid conversation with uh, deepika rajor and she has shared uh, so openly about the kind of challenges that she has faced post maternity and now let's continue the conversation deepika and uh, let's talk about what actions did you take to ace in your career after the break right navin so i did touch upon some of them you know in the earlier part of the conversations i tried to make minor tweakings or changes yeah. you know at both my personal front as well as professional front so at my personal front i set up a support system in place you know making sure that i have a cook making sure that i have a domestic help making sure that i have somebody always around to take care of you know the children for example i made sure that i have shared the load i am not being too first about uh, you know things that should be done my way and third biggest tweaking that i did to my own self was that stop expecting perfection if there are kids the house is bound to be you know messy so it's okay i started yeah. to you know let it let it go on the uh, on the work front i actually tried to make you know i had a very open conversation with my manager and after having this discussion with dipika i was able to think a little better that's when i had a conversation with my, with my manager who's also the chr of the organization who very very um, you know it, it was a pleasure to see how she was also able to understand and empathize my situation yeah. and my fear of being judged was not there at all soon she told me you know that dipika tell me what are your challenges and that's where we actually tabled down all the challenges you know how the team is new how we are under resourced and how we want to make an impact and hence how should we have the right resourcing in place i fought for it and i built the right team you know today i have a stable team who's able to support me parallelly i also try to invest in my own self you know being away from work for some time and getting into a domain which is a which is a lot more dynamic versus the others uh, i had to invest time in my own capability so i used to make sure that every week i'm taking out some time you know just to learn something new in the domain that i am working on which makes me feel and stay relevant right and at the same time i also made sure that i have somebody in my ecosystem who i can continuously share and talk uh, feelings out with right and that actually made it so much more easy for me sometimes you know i felt that sometimes it's just enough to be heard you don't really need to do too much you just have to talk it out you just have to vent it out so yeah these were some actions that i took for my own self it has worked i'm not sure if this is the best Yes. remedy but it has mm-hmm. worked very very nicely for me 
Yeah, it should give some pointers to the rest of the folks as well. And but one thing what I like the most is it's okay to be imperfect, especially the house part and all, right? Because if you are too much concerned and get into that OCD part of cleanliness and all, we will never be able to get there for sure. So we have to make a little adjustments over there. Now, but uh, Naveen, I must yeah. mention. it is not easy <laughs> it's not easy to let things go like that you know yeah. it has been tough it is tough even now yeah. but i think um, if we don't do that we'll only mm-hmm. you know make more um, we'll do bad to ourselves than we'll mm-hmm. do good so mm-hmm. i think if we take that mm-hmm. take now it will be so much more easier to move life a little mm-hmm. bit uh, stress free versus the way it will mm-hmm. be if you want to be a perfectionist yeah now now i have so, a curious yeah. uh, question again since you are a hr leader seasoned hr leader and all so what is the most significant barrier that you have observed to the female leadership you know it it is while honestly um, i would not say that i have worked and observed so many leaders but based on my limited experience that i've had so far you know one of the biggest um, barrier is our own self limiting belief that we are not ready yet we do not tap on to opportunities thinking that there is time for us to be ready for that opportunity you know i have been a victim of this my own self in my head i keep telling myself dipika oh you are not ready yet you know i don't know whether you'll be able to do it maybe this is not the right time maybe somebody else is more ready for this role than you so doubting our own capability you know not taking that plunge and not moving further and take that uh, you know risk for example is something that pushes us back we do not raise our hand and call or ask for opportunities right we feel that one fine day will become perfectly ready for the role that <laughs> you know will be the next move for us so yeah i mean it, it's it's a big big myth yeah. it is a self limiting belief you know mm-hmm. that pulls us back from the the journey that we can actually take on yeah but we have not indeed like uh, we 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 cannot say that okay it will take xyz skills to get there and all right so even if we are mentally prepared and have that 60 to 70% of capabilities i think we have to start approaching that role i think that's an important point. absolutely yeah. absolutely so all true right. let's move ahead and uh, here comes another interesting question what is the most dangerous behavior or trait that you have seen okay that derail female leaders careers uh so navin you know this is a very interesting question and you know from my own personal experience and now it's been 13 years and i've worked with a lot of different types of leaders you know in my career journey so far and the one common thing that i've observed in some of those leaders who have made it big you know is that they have learned to fit in what does that mean it means that you know that at that layer yeah you know it is skewed it is skewed towards the other gender and you know to make sure that you are able to be heard you are able to make a point you are you have a seat on the table you start losing your feminine energy and um, you know expanding your masculine energy which means that you start behaving like male leaders you lose your feminine energy for example over a period of time which means and 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 navin it's a very interesting concept you know each individual irrespective of whether that person is a male or a female or a transgender for example has both energies you know feminine energy and masculine energy which associates you with certain traits women by design have more feminine energy and less masculine energy 
and men have more masculine energy and less feminine energy but because at that top layer there are more men you try to fit in and in order to try to fit in you try to expand your masculine energy which means that for example you know men like to use a certain type of language right while they communicate they like to go for long smoke breaks they like to discuss on certain points you also start doing the same thing right but is it really the true self is it your authentic self most probably no there are very few women senior leaders who i have seen who are able to maintain their charisma their authenticity and their uh, you know natural self because it's tough you do not feel belonging to that particular group or a cohort if you don't try to fit in right you you feel left out you feel the fomo in today's uh, you know world's language but yes you know the biggest dangerous trait or a derailer is that women tend to lose their authentic self to fit in and i also fear this you know as i keep progressing upwards while well, i'm still at a very foundational uh, level as i see myself moving and progressing further i do not have let's say many role models who i could say that okay this person has managed to you know um retain her authentic self right yeah. and yeah. i do want to learn how to do that but there's not much that we have come across so far and i keep seeking guidance from my mentors and from my network in order to unlock that piece for myself so that when i move further i'm actually taking the right decisions and uh, becoming a figure who which inspires all of these you know aspirational women over a period of time fantastic i think you have touched upon this feminine masculine energy which i am coming across for the first time i i don't mind admitting that <laughs> ignorance and all but very well put through and this has been wonderful conversation i am thoroughly enjoying every bit of it deepika let's Same add some here, spice <laughs> let's add some spice sure. to the dessert <laughs> right i'm going to kick off a quick rapid fire round with your consent are you okay with it absolutely let's get okay. started perfect let's jump directly Have you ever slept in a classroom or a critical meeting or conference? Oh God! <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have. I have slept in. I, I have slept in a meeting for like a couple of seconds. <laughs> I have slept in an exam. I have slept right before an exam and missed the exam. Oh my God! You know, <laughs> over studying all night and not being able to wake up in the morning for the exam has been the funniest thing that has ever happened to me. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> it has been indeed <laughs> that way. yeah fair enough moving ahead in which subject were you worst at school so to be fair i was a fairly i mean studious child i used to make mm. sure that my grades are good in almost all of the subjects but i never enjoyed history you know mm. i found it very difficult to relate to it and you know mm. really like understand those milestones and aspects which happened sometime in past and have no relevance for example today So yeah that was one subject that I didn't like. And can you describe yourself in just one word? Uh it's difficult to do that but I think I am very passionate. I define I see myself full of passion, emotions, energy and you know that willingness to make things work. So passionate is the word. I I I can figure it out. <laughs> Moving to the next one if you could live anywhere in the world where would that be? Actually anywhere in the world where my home is where my family is my family is my safe space i am okay with any location if they are around 
fair enough moving ahead uh, what's something that you do not like doing you know i must not say this being an hr professional while i'm very good at networking i like to build my network and all of that but my authentic inner self does not like to socialize superficially mm-hmm. so i yeah. for me a connection is a must i will not enjoy a conversation with an individual if i don't feel connected no mm-hmm. so so yeah i don't like having superficial you know conversations you are so candid and and i love it <laughs> okay moving to the last one uh, what is one fantasy gadget or the electronic gadget that you like to see or invent yourself so i think a gadget you know that pauses the activity in a mother's brain so that she can relax and focus on one thing at a time without worrying about others you know they say when a mother when a mother is sleeping only 20% of her brain activity is shut 80% is still on so she is still thinking oh my god is the baby okay oh my god is everything fine i hope there are no thieves at home and all that all that some gadget you know which just gives this brain activity some pause that yeah. okay relax you this is your off time now go and brainlessly enjoy <laughs> that doesn't happen today i so want this gadget <laughs> Mr Elon Musk here is another use case for the neuralink project <laughs> Yes yes i know i just hope there is some sanity that prevails and this happens <laughs> Great great rapid fire and with that let's shift back to the mainstream and before i let you go one final question for today's conversation Deepika what is your single piece of advice to those aspiring to restart their career after a break So i i hit a deep low you know in my uh life recently and the one thing that i tell uh, these budding leaders is don't give up don't give up this is not you are meant for much more you know than what it is today prioritize yourself seek support and keep going don't give up even if it is low it's fine just keep sailing through that would be my advice fabulous fabulous and i As I said earlier I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. Thank you so much once again for being part of uh, my journey and thank you for your time and all the wonderful insights. Really appreciate it. Thanks thanks Naveen. I had a great time too. Thanks a lot for giving me this opportunity. I feel so liberated, you know, after sharing all of these answers with you. I hope you know this podcast if it impacts even one single woman out there, I think it is worth it. and it was a pleasure meeting you navin it was a pleasure interacting with you i am happy you know to share all the learnings yeah. from my life with the larger yeah. world and we'll stay connected absolutely and this is one of the most authentic conversations i've ever had on the platform to be honest and i also believe in the same principle like the the success mantra of tgv is the same thing we are not behind money we are behind impacting people one person at a time until we reach million and beyond <laughs> thank you so much absolutely wonderful navin thanks a lot thank you it's so kind of you to mention you know that it was an absolute authentic conversation i'm glad that happened i think looking forward to hearing some responses some reactions on this one and absolutely. if there are any questions that come to you please do let me know i would be happy to answer them as absolutely. well absolutely and folks you will find deepika rajors linkedin url in the show notes or the episode description just feel free to connect with her especially if you are a women and aspiring to make big i think here is a role model just reach out to her and i would definitely pass the comments if i receive through any other social, uh, other platforms and all deepika thank you thank you for the offer right so folks thank you yeah. take care
Thank you. So friends, that was our episode with uh, Deepika Rajo. In fact, it was so energizing and I felt so happy because uh, we really find people who are so authentic by nature and I, I really enjoyed it and I hope you have enjoyed it too. And before we move into the trivia section, here is a request to you. Please subscribe to us in case if you haven't done already. Also, if you have loved this conversation and found it useful, please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guidance, especially your women colleagues. And you may also share it with your siblings, whoever is planning to restart their career, or whoever is self-limited or whoever is facing certain constraints and all. So here, this was one of the perfect examples how somebody can beat the odds and raise up in the corporate career. Thank you so much in advance. Now, let's cruise into the trivia segment of today's episode. And today's trivia is about some of the challenges that women leaders face. You know, one research study found that the two biggest challenges keeping women from leadership positions are that women are held to higher standards, like 43% of them state that. And many businesses are not ready to hire women for top executive positions. Again, 43% of the responses say that. And other cited challenges include family responsibilities, not leaving enough time for running a major corporation, so which is uh, cited by about 23% of them. And women don't have access to the same kind of connections as men, cited by about 20% of the respondents. And women being less likely to ask for promotions and raise. This happens with about 18% of the respondents. That's all for today. But in case if you have come across any other challenge, please feel free to comment. Also, if you know any powerful women leader who you think will inspire TGV audience, just share the details because... At TGV, we have featured more than 40% of women so far. And we would be happy to host more and more women leaders that can inspire the world. That's all for today. Thank you so much for joining me. And also, folks, do not forget to share your topic recommendations and guest speaker suggestions through social media or email me at theguidingvoiceforyou.gmail.com. I'm your host, Navin Samalo, just a fellow IT professional but a passionate learner on a mission to make the world a better place to live through the conversations that matter, conversations that add value to your life and to your career. Until next time, bye-bye. See you all in the next episode with another wonderful corporate.